if you want to stay in the same situation, then continue doing what you're doing. You guys can get on board and go down this four-lane highway and just rock it out, and you don't have to have a decade of learning process. Meet people where they are. If you want to have all types of clients, be a Rubik's Cube. Meet them where they want to be met. We have to know our numbers. We have to know how much we want, and then what, how many deals do I have to close to make that a reality? What I want to do over the next half hour or so is give you clarity on the items that really are going to generate money for you and allow you to do the things you want to do. So if you're not currently being coached by the people in the industry that are doing it at the highest level, then you're working too hard to get there. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast with Kenneth Travis and Sean Zamanoff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. We have a special guest for you today. I'll introduce in a moment, but if you don't know this gentleman, you must have been living under a rock or not been in the mortgage business until today. Uh, hey, if you guys have been listening to these podcasts and they've created some value for you, if the content is making you a better loan officer, do me a favor. Go to your, your favorite listening platform and leave us a five-star review and a nice little comment so more people can find out about what we're doing for the loan officer community and we can continue to move the needle because this gentleman that I'm about to introduce is, is definitely moving the needle. He was just telling me one of his, uh, his key phrases of taking back your leads. Without further ado, Andrew Pollock, man, how are you today, bro? Doing very well, man. How are you? I'm doing great. So... Andrew's been uh, been moving the needle in the mortgage industry for, well, gosh, all the way back to 2006. And you were just telling me you had a, an idea in 2011 for this, you know, little company called Lead Pops that's blossomed and grown into uh, to something much greater. You, know, you were laughed at by your business partner at that time? Yeah. Well, I, I shared the idea with him. Uh, at the time, I thought it could maybe be a product underneath our umbrella. We were already had kind of not not seen eye to eye in a lot of different things, but it was before we just kind of had the official separation. And I thought it might be a good product to kind of revitalize what we were doing at the time because I thought it had gone stagnant and I'm a big product guy and I like to innovate and develop. And he just kind of laughed at me, uh, laughed at the name and just told me to get back to work. And uh, I said, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And, uh, you know, eight years later, my little overnight success story, here we are. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I was just mentioning your quote, man, of taking back your lead. So every single mortgage originator, branch manager, owner of a company on the planet would love to figure out how they can get the leads first, because we all love our realtors, but they'd love us even more if we could create more value and be able to, uh, to give them the leads before they have to give them to us. So, man, just share a little bit about your story, this idea you had and uh, your book. Many of you probably read The Mortgage Marketing Manifesto. You, uh, you may or may not know, but Andrew is the author of that book. And uh, man, just how'd you get to being one of the dominant uh, people in what you do in our industry today? Well, uh, you know, I started out at a young age uh, doing doing this in this industry, doing websites, doing uh, phone sales. Actually, I was selling a real estate website product at the time. Uh, this was back in 2004. So before I started my first company, uh, I got into phone sales. It was a real estate website product, cold calling 150 to 200 realtors a day, um, selling a real estate website template. 
this was one of the biggest companies in the industry at the time. They had over 15,000 real estate agents on their platform. Uh, and, you know, I, I understood really early on that a website wasn't going to do much for them if, if they didn't get leads from it. It really clicked for me that, hey, these, these people need leads. Like that's how they're going to make, you know, that's how they're going to make something happen online. So uh, I, would, I would go home and tinker with their websites. Uh, they had a, a, a pretty easy content management system. You could log in and, and make changes. And I didn't know what I was doing at the time. Uh, I didn't know there was a, a name for it. It's, it's called conversion optimization. A lot of people know about search engine optimization. That's, that's to help you get traffic. Conversion optimization is to help you get more leads or, or you know, and, and focusing on one without the others is kind of pointless. So I, I kind of got into that early and, you know, just certain things, button colors, images, the font that you're using, the, the headlines, all these little things can make or break your conversion rate. And I understood that there's instinctively certain things that you could kind of do to move the needle in the right direction. Uh, a lot of my little tweaks and updates and things I was doing started becoming uh, standardized on the products we were selling. Um, they became upsells in some cases. And uh, I just kind of, I latched onto that whole concept that lead generation is huge. Uh, you can do things to, to improve the performance of websites, of landing pages, of emails, of blogs, all this kind of stuff you can optimize. Uh, and, you know, I've always kind of paid attention to, to what some of the bigger companies are doing. And uh, in 2009, after launching my first mortgage website company, uh, I, I really got this idea of, hey, why don't we look at like what LendingTree is doing and, and, and look at what Lower My Bills at the time is doing and kind of see like, how do these companies get their leads? And I started really inspecting and, and watching and clicking and, and seeing that, holy crap, there's, there's kind of a little formula that these companies are all, are all leveraging. They all do it the same way. Then when I look at loan officers and mortgage companies and banks, they're doing the exact opposite. They're running around with like a 1003 application, trying to, to capture leads with a loan app, trying to get people to like log in and, and create accounts and, and give up their social security number. And they're wondering, why am I not getting any leads from my Google ads or my, my social media or my email marketing? And it's like, well, you, you've got no conversion aspect. There's nothing to, to take these people to that's going to convert a lead. So that was the idea was, was productize what some of these big companies are doing, turn it into a platform for loan officers to use to, to generate your own leads, take back your leads. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the idea. You speak so much of our, our language at next level because so much of FinTech right now in our industry, uh, I mean, they're trying to take the realtor out of the market. They're trying to take the loan officer out of the market. Uh, a company that, that you may have worked with for, for a time is, uh, Definitely trying to do both of that with both sides of the industry right now. I actually have a, a buddy who's in Atlanta and he was messaging me during um, the, um, the NFC and, and AFC championship games a few weeks ago and was like, dude, are you seeing this in your market? Because evidently like Zillow was on, he said like every other commercial break, they had ads for Zillow mortgage. And so they're, they're coming for us and, and they're trying to take us out. But uh Gentlemen like yourself, Andrew, are trying to do something a little bit different to keep us relevant and use tools, the same tools that, that they are using and building, but uh, putting it directly in the hands of loan officers. Man, so can you tell us uh, a little bit more about what you're doing and how you're arming LOs to, uh, to take back their leads and be relevant in 10, 15, and 20 years from now? Yeah, absolutely. So 
there's a psychology behind how to ask for information online, right? There's, there's tact. There's like a, a way to ask for information that people will uh, engage with that won't scare them off. There's certain questions you ask. There's, there's a way to ask those questions. Uh, there's a, an order of operations in terms of how you ask for information. Certain things will scare people away. Certain, pe- certain things will get you like a Batman or a Bart Simpson with a fake phone number. <laughs> there's, there's, there's another approach that's almost like a backwards approach for a lot of people instinctively. Loan officers, mortgage uh, bankers that I talk to, mortgage brokers that I talk to, just they look at it and they think that, oh, that's, that's not how I would do it. Right? They, they think that asking for a name, email, and a phone number right up front is, is the way to go. Uh, they'll, they'll present you with a form that's got like 20 or 30 questions on it. You know, again, they'll ask you to create an account. They, they, they call it a loan application. All these things are, are scaring people away. So when you look at what Zillow does with their long form, when you do some mortgage searches, I mean, cl- search home refinance, uh, mortgage rates, uh, click on Zillow, click on, uh, you know, click on uh, LendingTree, click on Quicken. You're going to see all these companies use the same exact approach. One of, one of the companies I, I actually like because those other ones I've, I've listed so far, I'm not, not a big fan of, but I like what Veterans United is doing um, from a marketing standpoint. They're using that same kind of approach. There's just a way of asking for information. It's, it's, think of it like a survey, like a simple questionnaire. Like you, you, there's, there's very little friction. Instead of give me your name, email, phone number, hey, well, what kind of house is it? Okay, it's multi-select. Okay, uh, how much do you have for a down payment? It, you ask these really softball questions. You kind of layer them on one at a time. You present them in a way that doesn't scare people off before you know it. They just gave you like 20 points of data, which is a much better lead than if you just got their contact info. There's, there's skin in the game. They've just spent like probably a minute, maybe two minutes answering these questions. So now they've committed themselves and now it's like the point of no return when you finally get them to those, those last screens where it's the most critical information you're asking for is that name, email, and phone number. That's all there is to it. It's just a way of asking for that information. And, and creating these kinds of lead forms is it's not that easy, though. Uh, you know, uh, the integrations with the CRM, uh, making sure there's conditional logic based on how people are answering the questions. The thank you pages are an important piece that a lot of people don't even think about. It's like, what happens when they submit the form? Do you just kind of leave them hanging and say, someone's going to call you? Or, or do you optimize that part of it too? Because that's like your captive audience. That's such an important part and moment in time that a lot of people just totally drop the ball on. So we look at all these different things. Uh, we, we've created a, a software solution that takes the guesswork out of it. You literally, you plug and play and, and you have these lead funnels. That's what we call them. Uh, and you can start plugging them into your websites, your blog posts, your email marketing, your social media posts, any traffic source that you have. You, you've got to plug a, a lead conversion element into it. Otherwise, you're just getting all these clicks and they're just kind of dropping out the bottom. It's like your, your air conditioning's on full blast and you left all your windows open. Then you're wondering, oh, my AC doesn't work. And it's like, no, that's, that's working fine. It's just people don't call to report to you that your lead capture didn't work. So you just kind of assume that they're, they're, they're not even there. You know, they just disappear. So we're trying to, to help loan officers understand that, hey, this is what these big companies are doing. This is how they get the leads that they're selling you. You could be doing the exact same thing. Super easy. It's just buttons and links. You strategically put buttons and links that take people to these lead forms and you put them into your marketing. Don't have to have a million dollars a day to spend on marketing to see results from it, but you do need to have the same equipment these big companies have spent the last two decades figuring out. 
man, you, you just, you made me bust up laughing. So it's, it's been a little cold here in St. Louis recently. And I, I had a tenant email or uh, text me on a property and, uh, and they were telling me, they're like, I have my heat set to 90, but it won't get past 74 degrees. And I just, yeah, it, it was some, some things you just can't fix with people. But guys, if you haven't seen lead pops or what uh, Zillow may have borrowed from the things that, that Andrew put together, one of the really cool things about how it just walks somebody through the process, I've seen like a lot of, you know, if you just have a something, a link on your website that's importing into a 3.2 file, and you know, somebody goes on your website, there's like 20 pieces of information all in one screen that somebody has to fill out. And it really, man, it looks like homework. Um, and it, it looks frightening and it looks like it's just something that, you know, like, unless they need you right now or you direct them there that nobody's probably going to do. And one of the really cool things that, that you do, Andrew is like, first of all, it's very appealing. It looks really good on cell phone too. And as people walk through that, like it's, it's one question at a time. Then another question pops up. Then another question pops up. So like when people are getting to that 14th, 15th, 20th step, of putting in that that name and phone number, like they don't even realize, but the, you've started to build that credibility with them. And I guess that has a ton to do with the psychology behind it of of why you put it all together the way you did. Probably a lot of that's referenced right in the mortgage marketing manifesto. If somebody wanted to to read that and learn uh, this firsthand knowledge for themselves as well, huh? Yeah, I, I really didn't hold back, man. It's a brain dump. Uh, I wrote it back in 2016. It's 330 pages. Um, but it really, I, I, I put it all out there. Um, most of it, pretty much all of it is still relevant. Really the only part I think I was, we were talking a little bit earlier that that is a little bit outdated is the Facebook targeting stuff. Cause we all know Facebook did away with a lot of what used to work with their targeting. Uh, but still the Facebook chapter. I mean, I've, I've got a client just recently shared this with me and I'll, I'll share this story cause it's so cool we run Facebook ads, right? We, it's a service that we offer for clients that don't want to do it themselves. He's, he's newer getting back into the industry. He's, he's a little bit tight in his budget. He's, he's, he's dreaming of the day when he, he can hand it off to us, he said. But at, at this early stage, he, he started running it himself just based on what's in the book. Not even uh, counting the, the targeting stuff because he can't do it. Seven months in, he spent about 2,500 bucks, made over $20,000, closed seven loans, this is a mortgage guy just running ads based off what he read in the book, um, literally driving people to these lead funnels. And, and the, the ad type and everything that he picked is, is right in the book. But, you know, that's just an example of someone doing it themselves. And, you know, there, there's different form builders and stuff out there too. You know, you don't even have to be a lead pops client. You can hobble together something uh, using some of these different tools that are out there. So not just to, to try to sell lead pops, but just to kind of educate the industry there's a, there's a way to ask for information. And if you piece it together in a way that's, that's appealing to people and it doesn't scare them off and it's not intimidating, you're going to get more of the people that, that come across it to give you, give you their information. So always think about that, no matter what you're using to kind of put together that form, hopefully it's us. But if you're, you're using some other platform, just be aware of, of, okay, is this too many questions? Or maybe if I ask it in a different order and, and ask some of the easier questions first, I can get people a little bit more committed before I scare them off, you know? So just always consider that stuff. Uh, kind of want to help the industry, not just lead pops clients, man. I, I just, I think it's all, all of us fighting together against these big companies who have kind of wedged themselves between the loan officers and the mortgage brokers and their clients. And now they're like, it's like they've got your leads and they're holding them hostage. So man, tell, give me some advice. Give all, give all of our listeners some advice for loan officers. Obviously, man, you're 
you, you live, eat, and breathe the technology world. Tell me, uh, so, so let's first start. So I got a loan officer who's listening right now, and he or she has never done anything but the relationship business. Uh, and they're wanting to start trying to generate some of their leads themselves. What, what, what's step one? Where do you go? What do you need to learn? And uh, take it from there. All right. Absolutely. I'm a big proponent of having your own website. You got to have that. If, if you're serious about being in the business, people are going to be Googling you, like it or not, whether you're just belly to belly relationships and realtors and this and that, they're handing out your business cards. They're talking about you. People are, they're going to look you up. They're going to try to see if you're legit. They want to find some reviews. All these things start to happen. So if, if they're looking you up and, and none of that first page is anything that you control. It's all Yelp or your, your, your page within your broker's website or your company's website. None of that stuff is stuff you control. So having a website where 100% of it is, is yours and no matter what somebody fills out, it all comes back to you and there's no competitor listing all over the page like you'll find on Yelp and there's no loan officer directory button where I click and I find all the other loan officers at your company, all that stuff is, is working against you. So I always say, Hey, you got to have a website. Um, if, if you already do have a site, you've got to optimize that thing for lead conversion. I mean, there's so many, so many times clients are, are, are surprised when they go live either with our website platform or, or they just plug some of our lead funnels into their existing website. And within the same day, within a couple of days, leads start coming in and they're like, holy crap, what, what did you guys do? Did you guys like mess with Google or something? Am I getting more traffic? And it's, no, no, we didn't do anything. That's not more traffic. That's the traffic you were already getting starting to convert into leads because now there's something for them to actually interact with and engage with. It's not just a loan application and stuff to read. So that to me is first things first. You got to have a presence that's, that's built. So, so let me just pause you right there because you kind of glossed over it. So if you have your own website, guys, like you can, you can plug this stuff right in, but if you don't and you do like what lead pops has to offer, like I have several uh, of my loan officers that work with us and like they have a plug and play system for you as well too. I know you weren't pushing that on there, but, but that is an option if, if you just want to turn it on and not have to deal with it to have somebody else build your site for you. We, we do it really well. You know, we, we, <laughs> We build you like your own mini lending tree style website. It's, it's robust with lead capture. It's got good content. It's customized. So that's just something to think about. You know, we can add lead capture to a site that wasn't really built for it, or you can have something built from the ground up that's made for lead conversion, which is something we provide. But either way, no matter which way you go, you got to have a lead capture website. Otherwise doing marketing, going out and spending money on ads and Facebook and doing emails and doing all this other stuff doesn't really make a whole lot of sense if you haven't optimized to convert leads first. It's like that's the order of operations I always recommend is first make your foundation ready for lead gen and ready for traffic. And then you can spend money on marketing and driving traffic and SEO and Google ads and all this other stuff makes sense. A lot of people though just wander from one marketing effort to another always thinking what they're doing just doesn't work or this just isn't for me or this Google stuff doesn't work. I've tried that before or I spent so much money on this or that. You never even had a chance. You, you were driving traffic to something that has no lead conversion. Then you wrongly just assumed that that traffic source was no good. It's again, it's that whole, you're pouring water into a bucket. The bucket's full of holes. You didn't even look, but you just turn on the spigot and now you're wondering why that bucket's not filling up. So the foundation key, I talk about it. Chapters one and two in the book talk all about websites, landing pages. These have to be in place. 
and then, you know, I, I, as far as, as the easiest, quickest way to, to start to generate leads, it's, it's gotta be Facebook still. I mean, you can turn it on, get leads the same day. Uh, a lot of folks that don't do it the right way or don't understand some of the, the tactics behind it, uh, have, have tried it and given up, but there's, there's a way of, of, targeting the right kind of people, even though there's some limitations there, you can still, you can still be strategic with it. Uh, and then, you know, doing what you can to get to the lead first. Uh, you know, we have one of the questions on our purchase, uh, lead funnels is, are you working with a real estate agent? About 50% of the time they answer, no, the consumer says, I am not working with a realtor. I mean, that's my favorite is when we teach our clients to not just compartmentalize and think, Oh, internet leads is over here. And that's like completely different. And then I'm going to here's my realtor business. And that's like this whole separate thing. And it's like, no, no, no. Marry these two things together. There's nothing more powerful than being able to be self-sufficient, generate your own leads, the confidence that comes with that, that you're empowered. You're not just one of these loan officers running around with your handout asking for referrals, but you're actually able to build better relationships with realtors because you're like, hey, I'm not just one of these LOs that's asking you to send them deals, but I don't ever refer you anything back. I'm doing a lot of lead gen myself. I do a lot of consumer direct marketing. I'm oftentimes in a position to refer leads back to my realtors as often, if not more than you are to me. I would love to be able to talk to you a little bit about that. That's a foot in the door with new agents like none other. And it's a really good way to solidify your existing realtor partners and not have to worry about other loan officers coming at them with a shiny object because nothing nothing solidifies that relationship more than, uh, you know, obviously do a good job on the loan and this and that that's, that's to be expected. But if you want to add another layer on top of that, that's going to really build a better relationship. It's hey, it's a reciprocal relationship. It's a partnership. It's not just you with your handout asking for referrals. Cause if that's the case, you're just a sitting duck for another loan officer that is doing consumer direct to come knocking on your realtor's door and take them from you. We know they're not loyal. That's they, why would they be? So if you can do some of the consumer direct and get to the consumer first, you're empowered and it helps you build that referral base, which is so important. You know, clients are always asking me, Andrew, that's all good, but how do I get more referrals? Make more referrals, be the referrer. And you're going to start to see more of those coming back your direction. But if it's just you with your hand out, you know, there's two things that you need to build a hundred foot brick wall around. And one's your realtors and the second one's your past database. And if yeah, you're not absolutely. delivering value, if you're not creating that, like if, if you're a loan officer and I, I even have it sometimes happen with, with some of my men and women that, that work with us, they come in and they're like, well, man, I lost that deal for an eighth of a point or a hundred bucks. And it was like, man, it sucks. You should have been the person they called second instead of the person they called first. And you probably would have been a hundred bucks cheaper, an eighth of a point better. But if we're not creating value, if you didn't demonstrate anything in that phone call as to what your process is and why somebody should choose you when you're treated like a commodity and you, you got to understand sometimes you've made yourself one. So be careful what you ask for and deliver something different to the marketplace. hundred percent, man. Absolutely. Uh, the, the building the wall around your, your, your existing client base as well. That's such an important piece. Uh, you know, just to throw out something that I've just seen so much, so much great, uh, feedback on. Um, you, obviously, I'm sure you've, you've seen it and talked about it. It's, it's HomeBot. You know, I, I, don't, I don't get any cut off of saying that. There's no reseller agreement I have. But just when you talk about, you know, staying in front of your past clients and doing it in a meaningful way, I'm really liking what they're doing as, as a, you know, a, another solution, you know, um, for, for loan officers. Yeah, they're actually coming to uh, be part of an uh, event that we are having in just a month. So, Cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan just based on, you know, 
I like to share what I see working for clients, whether or not, you know, um, it's, it's a lead pop solution or it's another tool that's out there. So that's, that's one I've, I've, you know, firsthand seen great results with clients. Um, so. And one of the things you can always count on with, with us here at next level, like we're our mission is to make sure that we help loan officers stay relevant. You know, like we were talking about, people are coming for us. We do not want that to happen. We understand focusing in a hyper-local market and being the mayor of your own town, being the mayor of where you're at. Man, if I can just help every loan officer on the planet get five more loans a month, not only will I change your life and maybe your children's life, but man, we will just make the industry better against all those fintech companies that that are training people that maybe have a GED that it, they're just they're just robots taking deals, and yeah. that is not what our industry is about. And you know, those are the things that that make us bad. So, man, if you're looking to check us out, uh, you can go to loanofficerevents.com and see where we'll be next. You can hop on a lovely plane from wherever you're at. We're usually in some pretty cool cities because of. We like to travel too and make sure that we're having fun with our clients and friends when we're there. Andrew, if somebody wants to reach out to you, to your team, find a little bit more information about Lead Pops, how do they do that? Leadpops.com. Uh, that's the best place to do it. Right on there, there's a uh, demo request. You can do a one-on-one demo with our team. And we also do what's called a digital marketing assessment. So we'll actually do some research. We'll check you out. We'll kind of give you a scorecard. We'll give you suggestions, uh, recommendations based on kind of our optics online. Uh, and that's just something we do for every, every person that looks to speak with us just as, as kind of a courtesy and just to, to add value to the conversation. You know, there's no pressure. Uh, we'll work with you uh, if it's a good fit and right off our site, right at leadpops.com. Uh, the digital marketing assessment request it takes like maybe a minute, but you'll see you're going to kind of go through the same process I just suggested you use in your own marketing. <laughs> we uh, we practice what we preach. It works really well, and it also just helps prepare us for the phone calls because it gives us a lot of really useful information. But we make giving us that information really really easy and kind of fun. And that's maybe your first taste of of kind of what we do for loan officers and mortgage brokers is right on leadpops.com. You'll see on the demo request page the way we kind of go about that. So that, that, that's cool, man. That, that's something that we like to call results in advance. And when you can give somebody something without taking a payment, when you can give them an assessment of, of their website, give them an assessment of what they're doing to help make them better, that builds the no like, and trust. And loan officers, friends, man, if, if you're not doing that with your realtors and your clients, then, then you're going to be replaced. So please, please don't let that happen. This podcast is here to support you and support our industry. We appreciate you and have a great day, y'all. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Sean.